Next on MLR Weekly, New York's general manager and sevens czar, Steve Lewis. Major League Rugby headlines and news with Rugby Morning's John Fitzpatrick. Previews and opinion from Brian Ray of America's Rugby News and the best recap in rugby by some hack named McCarthy. Rugby Wrap-Ups MLR Weekly brought to you by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig and Whistle, New York City. The world's best rugby pub. And... Lean and limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hello again, and welcome to this week's MLR Weekly. Matt McCarthy in New York City. Thank you for joining us. Good to see you again. We have a great show. We have Mr. Steve Lewis, the general manager of Rugby New York, the Iron Workers who are in the playoffs and who's also very well versed in the seven side of things. So he'll fill us in on that stuff. We've got Mr. Brian Ray of America's Rugby News with previews, predictions and opinions. We've got the best recap in Major League Rugby done by yours truly. But before we do any of that, we have our recurring segment, Rugby Morning's Coffee Break with Mr. John Fitzpatrick. John, hello. How are you? Good to see you. What do you? I, I don't. I hate when this happens. Uh, John, where'd you go, John? Sorry, I had to go find Nemo. Oh, does Joe Buck have to go through this? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. What do you got for us, John? Hey, Matt. It's taken us 17 rounds, but I think we've got the playoff picture figured out in both the Eastern and Western Conference. Seeding still up in the air, which will make for an exciting round 18. But let's start in the Western Conference. The San Diego Legion, after 12 straight wins, have secured the number one seed. So they'll have the bye in the first round. So in the Western Conference Eliminator game, we'll have the Seattle Seawolves hosting the Houston Sabercats after Utah, in a big win that they needed, lost at the end. At the death, the Chicago Hounds losing 26 to 24. Matt, what did you think of that? They've redefined dying in Utah. Death at death. Unbelievable. Shocker. Kudos to the Hounds. But, oh, man, my heart bleeds for those Warriors. Next! Let's move on over to the Eastern Conference where the New England Free Jacks, after nine straight wins, of course, they've run away with the Eastern Conference. We all know they've got the first seed. But we're still uncertain who's going to host that Eastern Conference eliminatory game. It's going to be between Old Glory DC and New York Ironworkers. But we still don't know who's going to be the second seed. And here's how it's going to shake out. New York right now, they are in second place. They are four points ahead of Old Glory DC. New York takes on the Utah Warriors. So the Warriors could still play spoiler in all of this. Old Glory DC is at home against Rugby ATL. They need a bonus point win. They need New York to lose and lose big for Old Glory to hopscotch them to host the Eastern Conference eliminator game. I know John Nash with all the different combobulations and stuff. The point is, it's going to make for an exciting round 18. We're not done yet. Let me simplify this for you, okay? DC has to get five points in a bonus win victory, while New York has to get zero points for DC to have a chance. Next! The one time Matt McCarthy simplifies anything. And you're saying it might be the Utah spoilers instead of the Warriors. 
Next! Matt, how about the Toronto Arrows? They started an all-domestic starting 15 for the first time in Major League Rugby history. Pretty cool, huh? Uh, I'm a little, uh, you know, I'm not really uh, 100% sold on that. I mean, what is your definition of a Canadian? Because you got a bunch of different accents in that lineup. You got a Kiwi or two. You got a South African or two. What the fizzle? Come on. Next! Matt, let me ask you a question. The San Diego Legion have won 12 straight games. So they won 14 in the regular season, setting in a new MLR record. They host the Seattle Seawolves in round 18. Will the Seattle Seawolves snap San Diego's 12-game win streak in Snapdragon Stadium? I don't think there's going to be a snap in the snap. I think that Seattle is going to strategically rest their players, whereas the Legion want to get those fans continuously pumped up and get them to come back for that uh, Western Conference final. Next! Oh, snap, Matt. Oof. Oh, Get us out of here, Matt. Thanks. Close us out. We're done. We're oh, done. Oh, no, we're not. We're not. We haven't talked about discrepancy. Hashtag discrepancy. Do you know what Elaborate. I'm talking about here? No, I don't. Okay. Fantasy Ruckers. Fantasy Ruckers throwing the rugby wrap-up team under the bus by not telling us that the playoffs were going to be going on during the regular season. We were built for the postseason that coincided with MLR, and I got a discrepancy, and I'm calling it out in a kangaroo court against the flying Yee brothers and the Canadians that are involved in this conspiracy for fantasy ruckers. You obviously have never played fantasy sports in your life because you are completely wrong. As someone who was in the championship, thank you very much, you are yeah. completely off base. Yeah, oh, am I? Am I? I don't think so. And this is my show. You are done. Thank you, John Fitzpatrick, who is complicit in the Fantasy Ruckers conspiracy. On that note, we have to say goodbye to Mr. John Fitzpatrick. And before we bring in our other guests and look forward, we have to look back with MLR's best recap with yours truly. At Sabercat Stadium in Houston, Texas, Old Glory DC had their work cut out for them while trying to secure a home playoff game. The hometown Cats, however, had playoff implications of their own in their paws and clawed away at the outside the box lineup Washington put on the pitch. Houston picked up a yellow card and a red card along with 16 penalties, but still had enough firepower to win going away. Special note, Christian Dyer scored two tries after coming on this show last week. Final score, 31 to seven. At Choctaw Stadium, Dallas was looking to jackal their third win of the year against a sleepy Nola side. In one of the least exciting games of the weekend, three tries were scored, and New Orleans' Jordan Trainer led all ball carriers with 150 meters gained, while Conrado Rura and Adrian Boyson continued to play heroic defense in a losing cause for the second year Jackals. Nola stood tall at the end, and won 15 to 10. 
In a must-win situation on the road in Atlanta, New York, faced a disappointing but still dangerous rugby ATL. The Ironworkers showed their steal with 226 tackles, led by Caleb Geiger's 26 and Hamish Dalzell's 25, while killing off four trips to the Sinbin, including one for a penalty try. New York countered with five tries of their own and got star Jack Eaton back from a long spell out on the injured list. Final score, 39-24 New York. In one of the more inexplicable results in MLR history, a stunned Utah crowd watched their Warriors throw away a postseason berth in brutal fashion. Despite being dominated in the lineouts, 26 to 11, giving away 17 penalties and a yellow card, Chicago hounded Utah and unleashed Julian Dominguez, who got himself a Gordie Howe hat trick. That's for you, Canadian fans. It was death at death for Utah and a miraculous victory for beleaguered Chicago, solidified by the savvy and steady Chris Martinez conversion after time expired. Chicago doubled their win total, 26-24. In Toronto, fans were thrilled to watch their team take a 17-7 lead against the San Diego Legion into the halftime sheds. Unfortunately, the Arrows emptied their quivers in that first 40, and Legion coach Danny Lee's part-time surfers scored in waves in the final 40 annihilating Chiranta with 43 unanswered points via seven second half tries. The visitors clinched a bye, home field advantage, and kept their record-breaking winning streak intact. Final score, 50 to 17. The New England Free Jacks flew across the country to face off against Western Conference heavyweight Seattle, and many thought New England might mail in a meaningless match for Massachusettsians. Meanwhile, the Seawolves needed a win at Starfire, which may be renamed Sunfire, as the sun is even in the viewer's eyes. In a wild contest that saw each side score four times, it was the kicking game that carried the formidable Free Jacks past the team with two Malcolms in the middle at Hooker and Peter Malcolm's two tries off the bench. New England shows how the West was won, 34-26. Let's take a break. Need a great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy.com. Hey, you need rugby cleats and you need them tomorrow? Well, rugbynow.com. www.rugbynow.com. If you order them today at... 3 p.m. or by 3 p.m. New York time or noon L.A. time. They have youth cleats, male and female. They have adult cleats, male and female. You can have them by tomorrow if you order them today. 3 p.m. New York time, noon L.A. time in the United States. RugbyNow.com. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle on West 36th Street. This is the Rugby Odds, where an unlikely pundit panel of a wordsmith, a WWE legend, a rugby star, and a supermodel scour the globe, seeking best bets 
and bad behavior. Are you not entertained? General Manager of Rugby New York's Ironworkers, Stephen, welcome to MLR Weekly. Thank you, Matthew. Pleasure to be here. Stephen, uh, we got a lot to talk about, I mean, specifically with the Ironworkers, but first and foremost, uh, give, me a, give me the skinny on the season. It's been tough. You've had the injury bug on steroids, so to speak, and yet you guys are right here in the mix at the end of the season. Yeah, great performance down in Atlanta um, this last Saturday night. The guys' 39-24 win, which, um, you know, vaulted us above D.C. So we're in the playoffs. That's clinched. And they have the opportunity now to, to make the playoffs when it's, you know, one-off, you know, cup tie rugby. So that's good. We still need to. We still need a point. We still need a point against Utah to get a home playoff. Um, so looking forward to that, but yeah, it's been a, it's been an up and down season. We were certainly struck with some serious injury, particularly HIA stuff in the middle of the season, but we're getting healthy at the right time. And if you remember rightly last year, we, we got, we got hot late. So hopefully we can, uh, lightning a bottle twice, right? The season has been a struggle certainly, but, uh, you guys still are trying to grow that game in New York and try to grow it in America. Tell us about some of your youth stuff. Yeah, so it's an interesting couple of weeks. So we've had a, you know, uh, the academy, our academy, the which is coached by Mike Petri, the foundry we call it. So we've um, played a couple of games against the Free Jacks back to back. Unfortunately, the bad guys won, but um, it's good, good um, outing, good exercise all around, and that that's going well. But the exciting thing is this weekend, Mount Vernon Memorial Field on Saturday is the second annual Ironworker Classic, which is an all-state, all-star tournament. So New York versus New Jersey, Connecticut versus Pennsylvania, the winners play. That's on the boys' side. We also have a girls' side where uh, Connecticut are playing Pennsylvania. So it's a great day for youth rugby this Saturday at Mount Vernon. Then we go up to Quincy to the free and we play in the first MLR under-18 tournament, which is um, Houston Sabercats, Free Jacks, Rugby New York, and then two select sides, one from Massachusetts, one from Florida. You know, uh, every week it's tougher and tougher, which is what young players need to get. You know, iron sharpens iron, so it's a, it's a great thing. Iron workers would know that iron sharpen irons. So it's um it's important for me that we we make their experience better, and for these young players, the ability to play for this for the school, then their state, then rugby New York. This is a fantastic thing. It's 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 the right direction we're going in. All right, Steve, I'd be remiss. If I didn't ask you some sevens questions, because you are the, the reigning sevens czar here in the United States of America. So fill us in on what's going on in sevens. Yeah, well, sevens um, internationally, you're going into the sort of uh, Olympics in Paris next year, right? That's the big thing. Top four sides from the World Series already qualified with the hosts. So you're now going into qualifying season. So personally, I am actually off to Mauritius next uh, this time next week to coach Nigeria in the African um, qualifying tournament. 
And then obviously in terms of our Eagles, they, their dates with Destiny is in Langford, Canada, where they have to win the North American um, tournament, which means essentially have to get past Canada. If they don't get past Canada, there is one, you know, the last chance saloon, which is the Repechage tournament. For the women, of course, they've already qualified. They had a great year. Domestically, you've got the PR7s coming up in its third year, I believe, and you're seeing an uptick on the quality of players. They have a slightly different format this year. That's happening. And then, of course, you have the standard traditional club sevens in the summer. So when we are now moving into sort of domestic seven season, but there are some important international tournaments on the horizon. Mr. Stephen Lewis of Rugby New York and Nigeria, thank you for coming on. Great to be here. Let's take a quick break and come back with Mr. Brian Ray of America's Rugby News. And we're back. And we're back with Mr. Brian Ray of America's Rugby News. It was a big week in MLR. You got your New England Free Jack stuff, your San Diego Legion. You're outside the Chicago's uh, dog pound, if you will. I can't say that to a Chicago fan because of Cleveland Browns. I, I get it. We got the final week of the MLR season. We've already talked about the playoff structure, uh, but we've got these games left. And there's there's one game that matters, really. And that's the New York Old Glory game. We'll get to that in a second. But first game up, Dallas hosting Chicago. Well, uh, did anybody predict Chicago beating Utah in Utah? I certainly oh did not. And uh, all I can say is what a performance. Um, they earned, I mean, we knew they had something. I thought it would be this week that they would get that win that they were looking for. I did not think it would be against Utah. And remember, I mean, they were missing bodies. No Luke White, no Cam Dodson. I mean, there's some pretty significant They're on the road. <laughs> missing that one. Uh, just a, a tremendous performance by them. Uh, Julian Dominguez just on fire on the wing. He had a legendary game. Nearly a 50-22, and Dominguez busts out the soccer skills to keep that in. Oh, my, what a play. Otherwise, that's a 50-22 at the five-meter line. I think you got to pick Chicago on the road here. I, I honestly might have gone with Dallas and they'd beat Nola, but they just look flat, and they've given so much this year. I think they're just tired at this stage. Uh, I think Chicago has just proven they've got a little bit more left in the tank, and they've they've now got some, you know, some wind, wind at their sails. So I'm going to pick Chicago on the road. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Old Glory still playing for a possible playoff home game. You know, it's not the greatest of chances or odds of that happening. Rugby ATL going in there into Washington, D.C., the nation's capital. I don't know how much D.C. really wants to win this game. It, it almost seems like they're just – Hey, let's just get into this game against New York and see what we can do. So you don't think they want a home game? I, I, I just think that sounds like New York and Coney Island with James Kennedy. It's super weird, but that's the kind of feeling you get knowing that losing that game and getting no points at all against Houston, it makes it really difficult for them to get in there now. So it's kind of, it, it, to me, it just seems like they're resigned to playing that away from home. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's a weird thing, but. It is what it is, and uh, it, this is a hard one to call because of that. Uh, I'm going to pick Old Glory because they're the better team this year, um, but I don't think this is going to be a runaway win for them. I think that next year, Toronto and Old Glory ought to agree to have an All-American versus All-Canada all team, right? You know, And have that little battle and call it the Battle of the Border or whatever, but you know, it'll still have people with different accents, but... Um, 
Josh Sims is a Kiwi. I'm reminded of 2007 when I paid through the nose, a lot of Sterling to go to All Blacks versus Scotland in Scotland at Murray Field. And the coach of Scotland benched his entire A-side because he knew he had to beat Italy the following week. So there is that in rugby, right? And I'm like, nobody told me. I flew over here on my dime. I've paid for this ticket. And I just kept standing up there screaming, freedom! And the, the poor Scottish fans were like, oh, God, oh. 40 zip at halftime. Thank you. Toronto hosted NOLA. And if it's a half game, Toronto's going to win it. Yeah, if only there was a big, you know, thunder and lightning at halftime against San Diego. That would have been something. Uh, I mean, who wants to lose less in this game? Two, probably the two, as far as form goes, maybe the two bottom. I can't say that because Nola just beat Dallas, so that doesn't work. But definitely two near the bottom is on the form guide. Uh, you know, both of these teams have been beaten up by injuries. It's you know, it seems to be whichever 23 is lounging around the morning of the game are going to get in. So I, I think this is one that both kind of fans just want to see. I'd like to see them just run out some young guys and try and have some fun, throw the ball around. It's probably going to be nice weather, I think, in Toronto or, you know, hopefully anyways. And uh, certainly the Toronto fans are are enjoying the rugby anyways. They came out to watch that game and uh, against San Diego. They've been coming out to every game. So uh, at least give them something to to enjoy. Move the throw the ball around, have some fun. At least they can do that. Uh, so you know, I don't know who to pick here. To be honest, um, I'll take Toronto just because they're at home. But uh, I don't know. New England hosting Houston. Free Jacks. It doesn't matter who plays for them. They're always an excellent team, and I don't see any reason to expect anything but an outstanding game. This, I mean, I think we'll see their A side. They got the bye weekend, uh, the bye week after that. They got to have, they got to pick their best team for this one. Uh, get everybody on the same page, you know. Decide if it's going to be Reese McDonald or Bowden Walker at fifteen. You know, it's a tough call. Uh, McDonald's been, uh, you know, really kind of an unexpected guy, really impressed this season. So, um, but I mean, Walker is Walker. We saw some of the stuff he did, you know, just the past couple of games that he's been back. So that's going to be an interesting call to see. Uh, Houston on the road. I mean, at this point, they're just kind of getting ready uh, for that next game, right? Too, and and they don't want to lose this. They're going to be playing Overtime. tough as well. Rangers but at the same time, you know, their eyes are kind of on uh, on a week after that. So uh, I'm going to pick New England at home. I think it would be a good game. Uh, but uh, I got to think the Free Jacks just look. Uh, they're a classy outfit right? to beat Seattle. Uh, that was a good Seattle team. Not a bad uh, Seattle lineup by any means, even with their bodies out. So to do that in Seattle. Uh, with the tight the team that they put on the field, I got to pick New England. Yeah, and Houston's without Danny Barrett, red card, right? Uh, unless it's mitigated circumstances, but it doesn't look to be that way at, the ta at this taping. And you can't dismiss that New England stadium atmosphere and those fans. They've got it right. They've got that whole thing going. You got all those fans, those avid sports fans up there just screaming at you if you're the, the, the Sabercats. So I think New England might run them out of the park, to be honest with you. New York hosting Utah in which should have been a whole different animal. Boy, did Chicago deflate this one, did My they? God. This would have been a heck of a game if only things had gone a little bit differently in the last, what, 90 seconds of the game. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, jeez. How about Chris uh, Matina, baby? Oh, wow. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. All right. New York looked pretty, you know, certainly they've been trending in the right direction this end of the season. They look 
pretty confident against ATL. Uh, really no trouble whatsoever getting that, that bonus point and, uh, you know, getting a few bodies back, getting Jack, ha Jack Hyden back. I hope they start him in this game. I mean, I think they have to. They have to see if he's, you know, if he can actually go. Uh, so I think he'll get a run at 10, you know, a couple other guys. Can, uh, I hope Manate Akui gets another run, but he's been in such good form. I, I just, you know, I guess he had a minor injury or something this past weekend, but, you know, I hope he gets another chance to prove that he deserves to be in that. Cause I think he should be in the 23, uh, you know, there's still some interesting storylines for New York in this one. So, um, and Utah, it just got to be so deflated because I mean, but they don't want to lose. I mean, they can still kind of play sport. I mean, maybe if they run, you know, if they if they take out all their frustrations, maybe there's a chance that they can that DC can can squeeze in and take that spot. So it's not like there's nothing in the line for for Utah. Um, and, and Greg Cooper certainly isn't going to tell them to lose. So uh, it'll still be a good game, but uh, I got to back New York in this one. And then San Diego hosting Seattle. Now this is another one where it's like, okay, do these teams rest players you know san diego won't because they're in front of that snapdragon crowd and they got that winning streak going would seattle load up and would they want to knock them off and snap that streak at the snap it at the snapdragon this is a really tough one to call because well uh, maybe not to call per se but but to see what seattle does here uh i think you're right about san diego they rested a couple guys you know uh, Blair Cowan and, and Ma'ananu against Toronto. Um, they will not be happy with that first half uh, against the Arrows. And hey, if they make it to that championship final, where are they playing? Not yeah. that far from Toronto. It's a road right. trip for them. It's going to be tough. They cannot afford to, you know, to come off the, the plane and, and go to sleep for 40 minutes in that if they get that far. So uh, I think they'll want to prove a point in, in this game that, that, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know that flying to Chicago is the same as flying to Toronto. All right. They don't have to go to, through customs, but it's, it's not that much further. I mean, it's only a short, as far as airtime, what, another half hour, maybe right. an, an hour max to, to Toronto. Um, I just, but I, but I think you're right. I think San Diego rolls out their big guns in this one. They get everything right. Uh, and they put on a show for their home fans. The question is Seattle, what do they want to risk? Uh, because they could be playing San Diego again. If they win against Houston, then that's two weeks to play them again. They're not going to want to show them too much of, you know, their, the cards at the same time, they look kind of beaten up, don't they? And they, they they'll want to rest some of those, you know, guys that are kind of on the edge, you know, but again, they're running short on numbers. So, I don't think uh, this one matters too much to Seattle in the end. Uh, so I, I'm going to pick San Diego by a significant margin. And I don't think that should be a reason uh, for Seawolves fans to get uh, upset or anything. I just think that, that that's what's at stake here is, is not a whole lot uh, for the Seawolves to gain aside from maybe, okay, we, we broke a, a winning streak, but the real game will be in two weeks if they can get past Houston. You got any final thoughts for us, Brian? Ah, I'm just, uh, you know, here we are. It's, it's, it's time to play. We had... Uh, you know, last week I said we had two questions left. Now we have only one. Is it going to be New York or Old Glory hosting in that uh, game? I, I, right now it's looking like New York unless, you know, Old Glory really pours it on and Utah decides that they have to take it out uh, on New York. But uh, but still, you know, we're still looking at, uh, you know, guys, if they can come through this last weekend fit and, and healthy and firing, uh, you know, San Diego didn't look good for 40 minutes against Toronto. So we just got to get a But I think in the second half, they kind of said, okay, all right, let's get it done. So maybe they answered that. Uh, and uh, yeah, here we go. I'm just, I'm excited. I'm ready to get in the playoffs. I kind of say, 
let's just get rid of this last week of the regular season. Let's get right to it. Um, but hey, it, it's it's one for the fans. I, I hope the teams who aren't going to the playoffs kind of, you know, just move the ball around and have some fun and play for the fans that are there in the stands and not worrying about uh, anything else, really. All right. On that note, I want to thank Mr. Brian Ray of America's Rugby News, Mr. John Fitzpatrick of Rugby Morning, Mr. Steve Lewis, the general manager of Rugby New York, and thank you for tuning in. Please check out our other shows, including the critically acclaimed The Rugby Odds, the College Rugby Wrap-Up. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Please sign up for our weekly newsletter, and please join our American Red Cross blood donor team.